was there on his first night of life I was there when he opened his eyes He was all legs and clumsy And I wondered if ever he'd fly We grew and we played together Just a boy and his dog running wild At night he would lay at my feet And I would wonder if ever he'd fly on chases you've sports bet on sen track another week another episode another delightful little introduction for those listening to the first time that is of course the 1980s advert of the sandown greyhounds love that <laughs> absolutely love it love the I video mean, as well oh it's magnificent i do highly recommend get on youtube check it out and just have the most peaceful minute and a half of your day, to the, be honest. I think the whole point, like the video has like, um, it's like the dad takes the dog out to the track yeah. and the, the son's there as well. And Beautiful. it just takes me back. And I'm actually, every time I'm watching it, I'm calling on that dog to win. I it, love that video. It is it's beautiful. tingling stuff. I'm your host, Paddy Garshagen, flanked. You've heard the great arch hope to my left. Kenny, how are you? Um, all good. Um, great to be back and good yeah. evening, listeners. Yeah, it is good to be back. It's no montage this week, so I just just sort of just elongate the introduction just so we can make up the time. Shag, how are you? I'm going well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, plenty to talk about. We've got a couple of... Well, I've got a new segment. I'm bringing a new segment oh. to the table, which is exciting. Um, it may or may not break radio guidelines for the amount of dead air. Uh, there's, a little, <laughs> there's a little hint uh, on the segment. Um and all the other stuff, we've got meadows to talk about, we've got a good a topical dog food this afternoon, which I think you boys will uh, enjoy, or this evening, I apologise. But first things first, non-chasers multi, last week, leg one, ding. Oh, first first of all, there was a scratching. And as we do say, if it did look different on the on the site to what actually was, was said on the podcast, that is because sometimes if there's a scratching, we have to change it up. So our man Shagger here did that. First leg. Ding. Second leg. Ding. Third leg. Flossing. Straight to the lead. Home. Not going to miss a place. Gets a stitch. Comes fourth. Then we had Kenny, who could come over the top and save us potentially three minutes later over in Cannington. Misses a kick and comes fourth. Boys. I can't even remember what dog it was. (laughs) (laughs) What dog was it? Was it Blue Summer Sky? Yes. Yes. Uh, So... The acid's on us now. Let's get this multi cracking again and let's get a, a winner. Let's start with the winner here, though. Tip off the top. Where are they this evening? Warrigal. 
Warrigal. Some big evening. names going around Warrigal. Yeah, St. Ledger Heats, but uh, they've been run and won by the time we're going to air tonight. Are you going to you going to put your balls on the line here and say catch the thief as one? Are you going to be a news reporter? <laughs> oh, he looked well drawn in that heat. So uh... maybe that's a new segment idea. Because <laughs> because for those listeners, we we do record in the afternoon on the Friday, and the races on the Friday evening haven't gone ahead yet. So we could almost be the newsbreaker, and you could and you could. Talk how we could hypothesise how race one of the Friday night has gone. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, still in front of the shagger tip off the top. It's but not a bad idea. Like we could, we could predictions. actually putting our balls in the line and going like, this Crystal is what ball. we thought would have happened. Yeah, listeners are all people know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go home and tell their tell their friends, oh, this is how the race went. And I'm like, hang on, no, it wasn't. The eight didn't even finish. <laughs> um, all right, stole your thunder. But there's one for the little uh, for the little memory tank. Shaga, she got tip off the top. Yeah, Warrigal race ten jumps at ten fifteen tonight, and Bill Bath drawn out in box eight looks a good bet. Um, he's had four four wins from this draw from six attempts, so yeah, definitely handles this draw. Um, he's got a really handy 25.09 Shepherd and Wind to his name, so he's got some serious speed, and I think he goes well there at Warrigal. Just time. that name again? Bill Bath. In which race? Race 10, number 8, Warrigal. Race 10, Bill Bath. To give them a bath at $1.90. $2.25 into $1.90. Kenny, your tip off the top. Um, yeah, you, you may want to stick these bets on at the same time because this one kicks off three minutes later. Ooh, double. Um, a Michael Dublé. Sounds like a double. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, Race five, box one, tandem at pace. Um, it ran an absolute flyer last weekend behind Mermaid Benelli and he went straight into my black book. Which, which race? Uh, race five, Mandura, box one, tandem at pace. Ah, tandem at pace at $1.90. Yeah. Quick math, what's $1.90 times $1.90? I'll call it four. <laughs> <laughs> lazy, lazy. Um, boys, maturity last Saturday night. Cracking, cracking little race. My... I thought I was I thought I was going to be a real smart with playlist and just try and nab one at nab one at odds. I chucked a cheeky Stewie diver on it, just five bucks to see if I could do it. It didn't really pan out. I was hoping for a bit of a rummage on the inside. Didn't really happen. Of course, the cream roast the top. Simon told Helen, "Let's have a quick listen to the final racing." Simon told Helen, "Broke okay, driving for Tigalong Tonk and Hardstyle Rico tucks in third. The inside of playlist as they run the first turn." Next in the field was Ebby Infrared, the rail, Christo Bale. A length in the field, Zambora, Smokey and Satellites along the back. It's Simon Told Helen, four in front. Hardstyle Rico gets pursued in second. Two to Tigalong Tom, then Ebby Infrared and Christo Bale around the turn. Simon Told Helen lead. Hardstyle Rico a length away. Simon Told Helen wins the maturity. One and a length and a quarter. Hardstyle Rico had his chance. Tigalong Tom, third. Christo Bale got home into fourth. Then Ebby Infrared with playlist. Well back in the race, Zambora Smokey and Summer Lights. The run was 29 and 62. Shagger, just a case of too good on the night for old STH? Absolutely, yeah. He's um, just a quality dog. He showed it again and, uh, yeah, champion gets another Group 1 win. And your selection just yeah, couldn't get there. Yeah, hard style Rico, yeah. Just, um, yeah, Helen just began too well for him and... Um, yeah, although he was making up some good ground there at one point, he as he just, I think he might have been a few lengths off, and 
he uh, moved up and got right on the back of the heels of Simon Told Helen, but um, there was no room to get underneath him on the rail and yeah, he's had to cross to the outside, lost a bit of momentum and uh, that was the end of the story. Simon uh, Told tonk. Helen. Took a long tonk, ran third yeah. at odds as well. Yeah, oh, handy, handy. Nice little place odds. Yeah. Gone on to win as well. Yeah, and, and then had a good win last night. Um Defeating Shimmer Shine, mm. so uh, at the at Sandown, little uh, little clue for the guests today on the uh, this evening on the Nun Chasers, Shimmer Shine. Your thoughts on the maturity, Kenny? Um, I think as soon as um, Simon told Helen steps out like that, like once he comes out, just flies out the box race, like he's pretty hard to run down. Hard style did look like he was going to catch him one stage, but um, he looked like he was going to get up the inside. But he just took the scenic route instead and couldn't get there. Mm. And uh, old Shag is little one, two, three, four. Same race multi. You just said they're my numbers. One, two, three, four. Would have got you the first four. Yeah, look easy. at him. Look, you, you do realise this is an audio podcast, Shag. You can't just nod and just <laughs> go. Yeah, get around me. Get around me. Um, boys, I said a new segment. Actually, no. I'm going to tease the guest first. We've got a, uh, a man who's, well, pretty much gives it away. <laughs> Shine, but yeah. a man who is part of a lethal training combination. Shagger? Tommy Daly. Tommy Daly. Tommy Daly. Daly. So, to um, uh, come on the non-chasers and talk a bit of turkey with us. Yeah, ask him, I want to hear about old Fernando Bales going. He seemed to be enjoying his life down at uh, whichever lodge he is enjoying his life at. <laughs> There's a great little, uh, <laughs> little outtake that uh, very interesting. All right, I'm talking for the sake of talking. Segment. Now, this segment is unnamed yet. Actually, no, it's named Horror Calls. <laughs> All right, it's unsponsored. So if anyone out there wants to sponsor the Horror Calls segment, on the non-chasers, then you can. Now, horror calls will only ever be overseas because our race callers in Australia are very, very good. They will never stuff this up. Okay, They are not ordinary race callers. So <laughs> if you live in Australia and you're going race call, you are safe from the horror race call segment on the non-chasers. I, of course, shift my attention to the UK and, um, you know, Kenny's uh, sort of neck of the woods. Have, this is our first instalment of Horror Calls. Get your ears around this. Now, I apologise if this is dead air. This is 100% the call of a race in England. 4.58. Racing. Missed it, Windy Winston. A good early pace by Witches Kinlock, who's gone on. And Witches Kinlock is the leader. They get to that first bend, and it's five who's leading the pack. So, as they race on... So five, which is Kinlock, has this lead. So five, which is Kinlock, has made every yard of the run in here. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that the worst thing you've ever, ever listened to? I genuinely, like, when you were playing that back there, I thought your laptop was freezing. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, what happened? Uh, okay, so for those who don't understand radio, that there's a thing called the emergency reel. Where if there's five seconds of dead air, it will play just in the in the event that there is 
um, you know, a blackout or something and, and it just goes to stock music. Now, I'm horribly concerned that that might trigger the the, the emergency reel on SCN track tonight. If, if we've gone to music, then we've gone to music. You'll have to go listen to the podcast to hear the rest of it. That is the worst call I have ever heard yeah. in the history of race calls. I'm putting it out there. Just for context for the listeners too, like what actually happened to this was a five dog absolutely flew out. It ran a brilliant race. Like if that was in Australia, the commentator would be going nuts about how good this dog's running. This guy just didn't care. Like he genuinely <laughs> didn't care. I hope he's fired. What? <laughs> Maybe he was choking on a burger or well, something. That, well, what, what could he have possibly been doing? He did just did not talk. I would have rather mumbling. He could have literally just been like, mm, I, I wouldn't have cared if he got the dog's name wrong or just didn't yeah. even say the name. Just say, give us, paint the picture something. It's almost like he just flicked his mic off and just had a little rest. That, <laughs> that was crap. All right, well, that's Horror Calls. That's the first installment. Uh, I look forward to bringing a few of them uh, across the desk on the non-chasers here on SEN Track. It's time now to get in touch with our man down in Geelong. And I hope he's wearing his mask now after the new mandate that has come in by the government. Uh, eventually, we uh, Geelong will catch up to Melbourne. But let's have a check-in with our old mate, Andrew Gunner, for the investigation. Very nice, Paddy. Oh, yep. I always yeah. know I always know I'm up on the plate when I hear that music. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you come prepared every time, mate, with the same little uh, little answer to the music. Uh, how are you? How's Geelong? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the um, the virus has, has jumped jumped the borders, and we'll be in with you lot wearing masks as as of Monday. Yeah. But, um, these are the times we live in. Yeah. Well, now we know what it's like to feel. A- to be a greyhound, mate, you know, wear a muzzle the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people it should be permanent even when COVID gets sorted, I think. Absolutely. Um, have you got our big uh, an update to Big Fatso Dog? I do. I, I thought the I was I was really sad last week. I was down, Patty. I was really down. It's a yeah. had to get you to spark ta- me up and ta- takes one to know one at the moment. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm um, and then we had someone off the Twitter sphere at, at Wolfenomics at uh, came through and, and suggested we've got a fat dog on the rise. Ooh. So uh, oh, I've got some pep in my step, as you can probably tell again. Um, the segment the segment has uh, survived for another week. Yeah. Well, fill us in, please. You, you, you've got a good habit of uh, teeing, up the, teeing up what you're going to say for a long time and then... Saying it well, four minutes later. I don't. I don't get my voice out there for forty-five minutes anymore. So I've got to get my fill some other way. So uh, General Rose is starting out its its racing career. It's only had the five starts uh, trained by Sharon Lee Chignall. Uh, raced at Warrigal on Tuesday, weighing in at forty-two point nine kilos, Paddy. After five starts, that's big. I weighed that near three. <laughs> we weighed that. We did that. We did a class weight, and I was ten kilos heavier than everyone else. That nice. doesn't surprise me. You got an enormous head. <laughs> no, nice to know the dog weighs the same. Uh, so forty-two point so six. So and this, it has, and it's this race dog wipes. has put on one point two kilos from when making its race debut five starts ago. So we've got our quants team to run the fat dog algorithm, wow. and they expect this dog to weigh sixty-five point seven kilos after it's had hundred starts. So that's a big fat dog. <laughs> It's going to be like a big grizzly bear. What colour is this? Uh, what's this dog called again? 
It is called General Rose. General Rose? What colour are we talking for General Rose? Oh, jeez, Paddy. You might have to get one of the boys to fiddle around whilst they'll go through that's some a, other things. It's a white and brindle dog. A white and brindle. There Ooh, you like go. a Dalmatian. So the big white flash. So it's uh, watch out for when you're at home. Uh, <laughs> when you're home in lockdown on Sunday, it's it's racing its sail in uh, race two, I think. So we need to ensure that the Sky cameraman um, has his wide angle lens out and he's got that camera panned right back so that we can get all of General Rose in the shot. So uh, shout yeah. out there to the we Sky got, cameraman. Be got, on your game on come Sunday. We got the big white bus coming through and <laughs> So like la- last week we had a our fat dog was a retired dog. Can we confirm this is the fattest dog in racing? Ooh. Oh, I, I I don't know if we can confirm Kenny, but geez, it'd be hard to beat at this stage, I reckon. I like that though, and I like the thing I like is that you've got a little bit of assistance via the Twitter sphere. Yes, um, we love that. For fat dog, which is encouraging, encouraging that the uh, segments cutting through. All right, well, we'll keep an eye out for, for sale for General Jose on Sunday, race two, I think you said. But please, can you please give us your show me the money selection and your non-chasers multi selection, please, Gunwater? I sure can. Uh, the show me the money tip is dustification at the Meadows, race two, number seven tomorrow night. I think it's about the $12 mark. Ooh. Yep, like it. And... The multi-tip, uh, who told Stevie to place race eight, number one, at $1.07? So I'm not uh, not setting any records there, but surely we can just bank on that one as one of the legs that we need to get at home. $1.07. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. You are. What, what, what do they put in the water down there at Geelong? <laughs> what, on, on the first, on the first one, hey, mate, you put one of these in and it lost. So <laughs> I'm not quite down where you are yet. <laughs> Well, we'll have to inject a lot of value into the multi this week. Crikey. You're the man for the job, Kenny. I'm backing you in. Crikey. We're, get, we're about to get Tommy Daly on the phone, Gunner. You got a question you want me to ask him? No, I was, I was saying to the lads, though, you, you, might, not, uh, you might not be able to give, give Tom a, a, uh, a sports bet. You might need to give him a sports bet of Kubra. So, uh, <laughs> usually what he rolls with at the track. So, may, maybe you could... Um, you know, get your mum to say some corks to it or something with a sports bet branding and, and away we go. Yeah, we'll get our best people on it, Gunnar. I like it. Oh, very good. Excellent, mate. I like it. We'll leave you to it. Get your mask on, wash your hands and stay safe. All right. You too, boys. Good to chat to you. Hey, mate. Actually, there you go. Um, well done, Gunnar. As per, talked for a long time. <laughs> We're going to take a break. After the break on the non-chasers, we'll speak to Tommy Daly, as we said, team powerhouse over there at the Daly's who trained some very, very nice dogs. We'll see you soon. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sports. It's been a nice start. We've teased the guest and we've got a man on the phone. Tommy Daly, twin brother of George and husband of Andrea. Training powerhouse. Been training for the proverbial dogs years. Group one winners, track record holders. Welcome to the non-chasers, Tommy Daly. Yeah, hi, there you go. Good, mate. We're very well. Shema Shine didn't quite jump out of the boxes as we'd hoped last night, but tra- almost a track record at Sandown the week prior. How's he going? Yeah, he sort of blew the start last night, which was uh, difficult for him. He tried to get through, but uh, when he blew the start like that in uh, good races, it's hard to come from back where he was. But uh, he's pulled up fine, so he's right to go around uh, uh, next week, but just unfortunate you can't win every race. And uh, and Tom, I mean, I want to strip it right back to where to where it all started. You're one of the biggest racing kennels in Australia. You've been going for a long, long time. How did the whole caper start for you? 
Um, it started, it started in Western Australia when they first opened the track in Western Australia, Cannington. Uh, my father had our father had greyhounds in uh, Scotland, and uh, um, when he came over here, when they opened the first track in WA, we, we got a couple of greyhounds and started from then. How, how does the whole team training go? Who does what? Who have you got involved in the in the training process there with Team Daily? Um, yeah, we probably have just on 100 dogs in work and uh, we uh, free gallop our dogs so they just go out and they're, they're galloping runs and gallop up and then we have uh, four people that do that, myself, Andrea, um, Andrea's daughter and her boyfriend and we do that seven days a week and uh, that, that's how we how we work. And, and lots of dogs obviously coming through from the, the powerful breeders, uh, the wheelers. Um, yep. How does that, can you give us a bit of an insight about how that all goes, uh, comes about? Um, at, you know, at what point do you receive the dogs? How far away from the racing are they, etc.? Yeah, um, they broke the, the pups are from the wheelers are broken in and um, they've had a fair amount of education. Then they come here and we just do our pre training, uh, which generally takes about uh, three months by the time we. Uh, uh, we bring them up slowly and um, start, uh, pre-gallop them. Then we start to trial on them and just get them and get them field experience and uh, get them used to the, the aspect of racing. And it takes about three months. They've shown some ability at breaking in stage, so that they gen- generally are. Uh, it's not a problem about the winner races; it's just about how fast they go and where best to place them. Tom, have you ever? Um, oh, is there a dog that comes to mind that you rejected from the wheelers, which has gone on to to bite you in the bum a bit? Uh, not really, not not one that springs to mind. That's uh, uh, actually no, 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 no. Uh, no, no doubt there probably would be a couple that are races, but I can't because they'd be, they'd be flying with them. That's a very very good answer from you there, I like. <laughs> and uh, is there any dogs that has has come to the kennel recently that we haven't seen on track yet that's uh, worth mentioning? Um, no, actually, at the moment, they're on the ones that have all gone through the pre-training or racing. We've got probably yeah, 30 or 40 pups that I'm working on at the moment, but they've only just started to get educated and all that. So, yeah, most of them are racing at the moment, so we'll just have to hope the next lot have got something there that can run a bit as well. A few of the ones that have just hit the track recently uh, are engaged in the Meadows race one for Saturday night, I see. Um, uh, are there any any of those that you've got high hopes for? Novella Bale currently favourite there in in race one for the Meadows, um, but yeah, certainly a, a powerful show from the from the other runners in the kennels. Zamira Bale, I hope I'm pronouncing that one correctly. Box four and Lala Oregon, etc. Yeah, there's no superstars amongst them, but uh, they've, they've got ability and they're capable of winning uh, a race or two in. Tommy, you mentioned superstars. Does it uh, does it bring a tear to your eye that you don't no longer race Fernando Bale? He's moved on to greener pastures, enjoying life elsewhere. <laughs> You can't keep him forever. He, 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 was, he was a super dog when he raced. And, uh, it's just a pity they can't race longer, but they have, they have their period when they can race and they tell you when they've, they've had enough. And uh, it would be nice to keep him for another couple of years. But uh, it, um, he's done his job on the track and he's doing a super job at stud now. What were the celebrations like when he ticked over that magical million dollar in prize money mark? Um and mate the, the, the wheelers, you reckon they're they're the best breeders in the land, that they'll keep you continue this sort of relationship you've got with them to, to continue training for them? 
Yeah, yeah, they're very good breeders. Uh, the wheelers, they, they produce uh, good dogs uh, year in, year out, and uh, um, it, it's good to be able to train for them because they, they, they always produce uh, some tough to good ability and, and some real quick dogs at, at various stages as well. So it, it's, a, it's a good relationship. It's good to have them as owners. And, and obviously, Fernando, probably the biggest name dog uh, to go through the kennel, and, and I think he was uh, uh, Quinella with uh, the kennel mate, Diana Double One, that pipped him in the Melbourne Cup a few years ago. Um, aside from those two, what, what are some of the best dogs that spring to mind that have come through the kennel over the years? Uh, yeah, Paddy, Diana Lachlan, Cromwell, We've had a number of good good dogs that have won the different races. Spud Regis won the Australian Cup. Uh, uh, it's hard for me to remember these days because that, that many dogs come through the yeah. camp. So sometimes they leave and two days later I can't even remember what their name is. It's trying to be older, I get, but yeah, we've had, we've had a, a lot of good dogs over the years. No, well, I'm sure these dogs are in very good hands and it won't be too long until. Another, maybe Fernando Bale 2.0 comes through the ranks and um, clicks over that million dollars prize money. Tommy, mate, again, thanks for coming on the non-chasers and we appreciate your time. No worries at all. Thank you. Cheers, Tom. There we have it, boys. So Tommy Daly, very good. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more non-chasers after this. We've got some analysis. Woohoo! Very exciting. See you soon. <coughs> Welcome back to Lenon. Chasers here on SEN Track on your Friday evening as you commute home. Probably not from the airport because not many two planes are coming in <laughs> at the moment. Um, Favourite time of the show, race analysis. And also, I love this little comeback from an ad break because I get a chance to just ramble and talk. <laughs> and, talking and I talk until you guys look at me going, what the hell are you doing, mate? Are you just going to uh, get stuck in to the stuff? And yes, I am. Who are we going to start with today? Are we going to do Shagger or Kenny? I almost want to flip a coin. <laughs> You're a betting man, Shagger. Heads or tails? Heads. Tails it is. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Odds on pop, he goes down. <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, it's typical of Shagger to bet on coin flips while he's <laughs> even money shots. Talking over his own stinger as well. <laughs> Where's the respect for that? The best in the West. What do you got for us, Ken? We're going to kick off with race two. Um, I'm going to go with the dog that I put up last week and was really unlucky. It absolutely bombed the lids and just got its heels clipped just before the bend and completely lost momentum, came nowhere. Um, it's box eight, just wins boss. Um, like we said last week, he's previously done a massive run on debut at Mandura. Um, he's a big price here. He's 750. Um, the reason behind that is because I think the theory, like he's a young dog, and I think the theory is that he needs the inside, but there's not a lot of pace this week. And if he traps like he did last week, he should hit the lead very early on. And um, I think he's a massive price at 750. Why, why is that the theory for a young dog needing the inside? I think on debut, he was, I think it was box one at Mandura, but it's a 490, and like everything cuts, it's a bad start, everything cuts the inside. So I think maybe people are looking like that and going like, uh, like really exaggerating mm. that fact, but um. Like he'll definitely like he's he's a sub thirty dead dog. I think he's capable of doing like a five like low forties, like a five forty two, five forty three start. Like um, and there's not a lot of early pace in this race, so well, if he can do it from box it, then I'm I'm definitely willing to play at that price anyway, seven fifty. What are you gonna do? We're gonna get the whip out and say box it race two just wins boss. Love it. So good. What else you got? 
Uh, we're heading straight into the next race. Um, I'm going to go with Box 2, Chomp Minnelli. This dog absolutely loves getting on the rail. Chomp is. He hasn't had an inside draw at Cannington since February, and he pops up in Box 2 here. Box 1, our adventure, wouldn't have the best early pace, so we are going to get on the rail early. Box 3, the Kennelmate Pixie Minnelli will lead up, but um, I think Chomp's going to rail the entire way, and he should be able to run Pixie down by the time they get to the finish line, and he's currently $3.50. Chomp, chomp. Next. And then we're going to head on to race five. Um, box one, Polly's Ariana, has won its last four races. And um, for Dog that's won four races in a row, it's currently 325 and running in the same grid. Um, just a ridiculous price. Um, happy to follow on here and go for the, for the fifth in a row. So that's box one, race five, Polly, Polly's Ariana. Sorry, I'll start again. Can I start again? This is a tough one for an Irishman. Please, <laughs> please say it again. <laughs> it's race five, box one, Polly's Ariana. <laughs> Press the button. I um, like it. I'll pass on to Shaggy. Oh, is that from all? There. Just three, just as just steps into the plate yeah. and goes bang, bang, bang. I can't speak um, English at the minute, so I'll pass on to Shaggy. Just a little shout out. That's the the race five try the chef special at Cannington. So um, have you ever do. tried the chef special Please at Cannington? Do. I haven't. I've have you? been there. It's pretty good. Like <laughs> what is it? Oh, I wonder what the chef special is at Cannington on a Friday night, on a Saturday night. I was there last year for the was it the nationals they had there? Um, fish, fish that I can't remember fish. what type of fish because oh. I was. I was very, very intoxicated. <laughs> um, oh, not drinking uh, at the racetrack, I hope. While I was gambling. <laughs> oh, we weren't just drinking, we were spilling drinks. And, like <laughs> and none of it was actually going down me gurgler. Yeah, very uh, okay. clearly Irish that day. Try the chef special. Uh, you know the drill. Just quickly, I did see on Twitter, uh, the owners of Tommy Shelby for every race now, 10% of all prize money will go to charity. So well done to yeah. the owners of uh, oh, Tommy Shelby, nice. helping Steve. out the uh, the locals. Uh, you know they made mention of, of particularly people and businesses and charities who have struggled during COVID. So well done to the owners of Tommy Shelby. There we heard from Stevie Withers a few weeks back before the Vic Peters. But alas, shag. What should we do now? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? <laughs> Like it, he's he's learnt, Kenny. <laughs> Last week he there's not much non-chasers etiquette in the studio, but that is right up there with the most important. And you just had no respect for it before. He's learnt from his mistakes, and he hasn't talked over his stinger. So, well done, please, Shag. And I, I hope the uh, the non-chasers gods are looking down on you whilst you deliver these tips. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the listeners care about etiquette. They just want winners. <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, well, let's see. If we, we need a montage. <laughs> um, first race I'm looking at is race one at the Meadows. Uh, I think Navilla Bale will win this race. Um, my play here is, though, to suggest the same race, multi. Navilla Bale doesn't always begin that well. Uh, has run 30 and 20 when it was runner-up at the Meadows a little while back. Um, so just in case... Uh, he doesn't step that well. Going to go the same race, multi. Number two, Navilla Bale for top two. And then number four, Zamira Bale. And number six, Blue Gal, both for top four. Uh, Zamira Bale, I thought, finished well at Ballarat and looks a, a good chance in this race to be running a drum. I like that. So Please. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Same racer. 
Same Steps race, up. kick off. Kenny, we love the same race, Kenny, Yeah, they are a great product. Kenny rolls in with his three tips at Cannington and then Shag, goes, hang on, mate. I'm <laughs> same game, same race multi. Three tips and one race. Yep. <laughs> Your next one? Next one, going to race seven. A um, couple of impressive 600-meter dogs here. Um, Run Like Jess, box three, and Motor City Tiger in box five. Both... Serious dogs. I think Run Like Jess can begin a little bit better and uh, I'm going to go the same race up for this one as well. Um, so that's number three, Run Like Jess to run top two and number five, Motor City Tiger for top three. Um, just being a tricky sort of 600 metre start in case one of them doesn't particularly get away all that well i think we'll just go for the top two and the top three for those two dogs the beauty but of it is, they're the two clear best in that race and the beauty of it is, is something something outside of that can get up and win and uh selection should still lob i don't think we'll pay particularly much uh shag, probably not at no. the end of the day you um but you can't go broke backing winners do you reckon jess is fast run like jess is she fast yeah yeah jess is very fast very fast <laughs> Next, you'd be you'd be doing well if you could run like Jess. Yes, um, Kenny can. Next one, uh, gonna mention this one before for the place, but yeah, which look, race? Uh, race eight, Ooh. number one. Who told Stevie should win that one? Casey um, drawn Pet Transport, five hundred and twenty-five meters, running exactly at nine p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You're not you're not getting much odds about who told Stevie there, and rightfully so. Um, so to fatten that up a little bit. I'll throw in Avalanche to run top three. Okay, Avalanche. so so same race. Well, same racer. Who, Who told, told Stevie, Stevie to win? Avalanche for mm. top three. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and then just uh, moving on to race ten, Shani's my girl in box three. I think goes well here. A little bit hit or miss early. Look, she can she can do a five oh eight split it. Sandown, she can go 5.38 at Cranbourne, you know, pretty handy splits, um, but doesn't always get away that well. Um, I think if she leads, she wins. Um, so I'm just going to back her in to, to jump well and uh, and get the WF there. This is interesting because this is the one where I think I've found my show me the money selection for a little bit later. Just Ooh. stepping on his toes. <laughs> um, I'm going to be going all... Going over the top of, uh, of old Shagger, and I dare say the race is going to do a very similar thing with my selection, which I won't say just yet. I will not say just yet. <laughs> there's a thing about like a lot of people running over the top. A lot of people like make their picks by um, studying form and stuff, but there's actually a bit of a habit in the sports bet office where we just listen to Shagger and follow him. And yeah. <laughs> uh, is that it? And that's it. Well done. Final button and press. I'm spent. So that was short, sharp. So. We know the montage requires four winners. You've set up with three. You've set up with four. Two tips off the top. We're at nine plus four. Show me the monies. We've got 13. We need four of 13 for a montage. Four of 13, boys. Four of 13. That is the number you need to think about. Let's take a break. We'll be back for the final little trinket. Of non-chaser action, dog food, um, the non-chasers multi. We've got to strike back with that. Uh, show me the money. Um, and, of course, little announcement, which I like to reel out. We'll see you soon. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for your Friday evening for Sportsbet. We've changed things up a touch. Instead of jumping straight into dog food, 
we've got a little boom dog review and it's come across your desk kenny that a dog which one of our guests from your neck of the woods from uh uk i know you're from Ireland, but you know similar area it's across the road yeah across the pond <laughs> um mentioned a dog by the name of houdini boy who is getting a little bit of traction in the world now yeah, David Mitchell, um, who's our guest. Was he our guest in our first ever SEN recorded uh, show? No, I think second. We had Pete Riley. That's right, yeah. So yeah. We, we had David on and we asked David for a boom dog because uh, word on the street was that he was a very shrewd punter. Mm. And um, he gave us Houdini Boy, who was pretty much on the herd of at the time. Um, if you're on Greyhound Twitter last night, everybody's talking about this dog. He, he beat Hooked on Scotch last night. He ran an absolute flyer. I think it's worth noting that sometimes our guests are putting up dogs. I mean, Matty Clark told us about Playlist. Yep. Um, saying it was just as good as Catch of the Thief. Came out and won a, a group one at Wentworth Park. I think uh, Peter, he told us about Arizona Eyes. Didn't win its next race, but it came out then after that and won its Sandown Park. Um, was there anything else of note? Wow. Well, Tig Along Tonk last Tigger week. Tig Along Tonk won last yep. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They often if get I'm, mentioned here. If I'm reading between the lines, you just boys, stay on board. You stay on board, or just you know what's just so easy about the sports bet app, Black Book, Black Book the runner. You'll get the little notification, and then you can put the bet on and win yourself. How good is that? Unbelievable. But speaking of king, <laughs> speaking of racing Twitter, David Mitchell is the, the king of greyhound Twitter. I reckon oh, he runs the show. He, He's runs, he does run the show. <laughs> Over there from his uh, from his abode over there in the United Kingdom. Um, okay, dog food. Brought to you by Chum Dog Food. So good, so tasty. Oh, chum is so chumpy, you get car of it. All right, boys. We know how this works. We've played it many a times. Uh, can I just please test your buzzers, please? Starting with you, Shaga. Houdini. Oh, just takes Houdini. Can he escape with this win? Hey, uh, Kenny, what's your buzzer? Harada. Harada. Two H words just to add a little bit of confusion. Shag has written down his buzzer name. Just <laughs> <laughs> in case he forgets it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know how this works. is either a dog or related to a theme. Now, the theme today is coffee. All right. Now, this morning, I was getting my coffee and it... I know everyone's working hard, but it took me about 25 minutes to get my coffee this morning. No exaggeration. Maybe a slight exaggeration. Um, so I just thought, you know what? This is going to be the theme for dog food. <laughs> and I've noticed. <laughs> so you were well prepared last well prepared. night. Well, you're well prepared. You've, you've come in uh, today to record the show and you've got a big big vessel of, of coffee by the looks of it there, Kenny. That could feed a whole country by the looks of it. Feed. Um, Thirst quench. Oh, feed someone <laughs> coffee. All right, music's up. Question number one. Coffee boost. Houdini. Yes. Okay, my dog. Correct. Four starts. You can win dog food right now if you can tell me where these four starts were. For coffee boost. Um, South Australia. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Mount Gambier. No. No. Port Augusta. Ah. Oh. Long time ago, 2001. Question two. 1-0-2. Skinny Mocker. Harada. Yep. For those Terrible name for a dog. <laughs> Was he a Melbourne dog? Uh, don't know. Didn't I'm have it in my notes. Question three. Chai Latte. Houdini. Yep. I'm going to say dog. Correct. It's not a coffee. 2014. 34 starts. Nine wins. 
don't normally go across the ditch, but this dog was racing in New Zealand. Okay. They are included in the Greyhound Recorder. 2-1. This is tight dog food. Tightly packed. Question four. Milk, no sugar. Kenny. That's a dog. It is a dog. Oh, we have a tiebreaker. <laughs> 2009, unraced for old milk, no sugar. Question five. Pressure's on. Baby Chino. Who got it? Shag has got it. I'm going to say cocky reference. He's got it. <laughs> he has got it. The I have only a... coffee reference in the whole game. <laughs> I haven't won dog food in nearly a year. I oh, know, but you're not very good <laughs> at dog food. Did we get every single one right? I think we I don't have. even have to pull out the buzzer. How good's that? Well done. Excellently played dog food. Um, boys, non chasers multi. We'll get stuck into that first. Um, we heard from our man down there in Geelong Town. He's um, anchoring the non-chasers multi with Who Told Stevie, dollar oh seven to place. You'd think, you'd think in race eight uh, gets the chocolates. I'm going to start us off at the Meadows race three. Better watch out to place running in the blue rug. Kenny, oh. um, I'm going to go to Wentworth Park race number eight, and it's our old friend Good Odds Rada in box five okay. at dollar twenty two. Oh, okay. Uh, and you, please, Shagger? Uh, back to the Meadows. Race five, number two, Winlock Thor. Currently around the $1.40. Oh, I like this. This this is the one where we're going to win. We can get 250 there. If you backed all four, it'd be uh, six to four. Yep. We're letting you get three of them at six to yep. four. <laughs> we're getting it. 250? Yep, absolutely. Oh, three quarter multi. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. Like it. All right, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, we heard from Gunner. Dustification. Bit of a non-winner in your eyes, though, Kenny. What is it? One ran 40 times for one win? 40 times for one win, yeah. Um, That's a bit how you go. Good luck to Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> um... I will... Uh, 50 times for two wins. Jeez, well, good <laughs> he must have thought it was the cat dog segment <laughs> this week. <laughs> He's got some pace though. Yeah, okay. Well, what is... Well, you know, I'm going to start. I'll, I'll tease who I'm going to be backing. My selection is the Meadows Race 10, number two, Mississippi Mud at $6.50. Show me the money. Shagger. Strong finisher. And going for another strong finisher here uh, in race six, number three, Midnight Mystery. Doesn't get away the best, but uh, I think that he's out to about 5.50 at the moment, and I think that's pretty good value for him. I'm going with Race 4 Cannington, Box 1 Chevy's entry. It's um, This is going to be a big price, so don't go nuts on it, but if it crosses in front, we'll go nuts. It's uh, Chevy's entry, Box 1 at $12. I think it'll go off bigger as well. Ooh. Well played. Yeah. Chevy's entry. It's a lot of piss in this race, and um, Park we're hoping the for a bit of trouble, and we're hoping that the one dog can just get up the reel. Yeah, I like it. Park the Chevy up with the truckload of cash. Well done, boys. Good show. Well timed show. Just remember, little announcement. You know how this works. Non chasers and on whoever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Castbox, or whatever Gunner posts, or Apple iTunes, jump on there, leave a review. And you will be getting a beautiful little sports bet cap or beanie, whichever way you prefer, um, just for uh, for leaving a nice review and making us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> that was well said, wasn't it? <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, 
Good stuff, boys. Go home. Go to bed. Enjoy the races. Wash your hands. Gamble responsibly. And wear your mask, I suppose. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> Adios. Yeah. Good luck.